Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Okay. Here's what I want to share with you. Stop complaining. So I had to let you see how I let that one sit for a second. Stop complaining. Do you realize, without us even thinking about it oftentimes, we just complain about stuff. 
and it, and it comes up in such subtle forms. Oh, man. Can't believe this clock went off this morning. Man, I want, man, I just want a little bit more sleep. And I got to get up and go into this job right here. Man, I don't know why they still letting that lady work there, man. If they don't fire this woman, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. She driving me crazy. She always got something to say. I bet today, though, the way I'm feeling right now, I bet she better not say nothing to me today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they it. Today it. I'm sick of her. Running her mouth. Last time she said something to me. I should have said something to her. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just giving you a small example of how it starts to snowball once you start to complain. It's, it just carries over into so many things, man. Stop complaining about your car. Stop complaining about your bus pass. Stop complaining about your kids can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining about your man can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining. Stop. Have you noticed, I'm just asking, have you noticed that in all of your complaining, it has provided not one solution. Oh, may you oh you may get a person to adjust to your complaining for a little while, but once you once we settle in, we get right on back to whatever it is. Stop complaining. The reason I'm telling you to stop complaining because God is able because God is capable. He is capable and able of fixing anything, capable and able of curing anything, capable and able of allowing you to get to adjusting to things, and capable and able to strengthen you to get through and change anything. But the key here is God is capable and God is able. A lot of times I find myself complaining because I have not used my greatest asset. And that's my relationship with God. You all have one. Now, you may not have nurtured it, but you have one because God created you as as his child. He's available to you. Now, the fact that you ain't went to him, okay, once again, who fault is that? Stop complaining. Until you strengthen your relationship with God and formulate this relationship, you don't have enough weapons. You don't have enough bullets. You ain't got enough arrows. You ain't got a big enough shield to fight this thing called life. It just keeps coming, man. And unless you develop a relationship with God, you need a partner in all of this. You got to have a partner, man. You cannot get through this thing without this this partnership. I don't know. You know, maybe you got another route you're going to take. But every successful person I know personally has a relationship with God. I have some really, really 
some people that's kind of up there in the success term in terms of business and money and, and, and statue. I'm just talking about that portion of success. And then I have a lot of people who are very successful in, the, in their spiritual life, who, are, who have become great men of God, and women of God. But I look at all of them, and all of them have substantial amounts of, you know, uh, possessions and things like that. Also, most successful people I know have that. Uh, even if you saw them never with a big lot of house and a lot of money or stuff like that, they had so much respect, so much love, so much power was given them from people that their life, life was rich in that area. You know, like a Martin Luther King or something like that, or a Gandhi or somebody who lived their life in service, or a Nelson Mandela who came out and just, man, people put stuff at their feet because of their service. So all successful people I know have that. Every last one of these people that I know, they have a relationship with God. They use the tool that was available to them to give them the strength, the bullets, the arrows, the slings, the shield, to fight this thing called life and have the most valuable partner right there by their side, their Heavenly Father God, because he will help you get through this thing called life, man. Stop complaining so much. Stop complaining all the time. It's not fixing anything. Why don't you do yourself a favor and strengthen your relationship with God? Why don't you do that? You ever thought that that could be the problem? Man, why can I never get over? Well, you have not because you ask not. Man, how come I always got problems? Well, you keep trying to solve them yourself and taking them to your friends. You can, you keep trying to do them with your own thought process. Who are you? I keep telling you, man. You got to get it together with God. You got to quit tripping. You're going through stuff you ain't got no business going through. And, and if it's you going through something over and over and over and over and the same problem keep coming back to bite you again, that, all that's saying is you still ain't strengthening your relationship with God. It's your relationship. He's not going to make you have one with him. He is a perfect gentleman. He only comes into your life when you invite him in. He don't buffalo his way in. That ain't the way he works. But for those who do invite him in, they have a distinct advantage on their road to success. A distinct advantage. You can do it without him. Trust me, you can. How far you get, I can't promise you nothing. How well you handle it when you arrive there, I can't promise you nothing. How long you going to stay there, I can't promise you nothing. How difficult it's going to be without him, I can't give you that. It's going to be far more difficult. But you can, something can happen and you, you know, receive a measure of success and you think it's you and it's this move you made and you can describe it as I got lucky. I happened to be in the right place at the right time. I got lucky. Lucky is usually how other people describe other people's success. Boy, he was lucky. He was right there. Well, let me tell you what lucky is. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. If you've been working hard at something, an opportunity presents itself, that comes a match. That's not luck. But now, if you haven't done that on a repetitive enough basis, that opportunity could present itself one time. You got to reconnect. Stop complaining, man. Come on, listen to me. Stop complaining. It hasn't fixed a single thing in your life. 
And if you're a chronic complainer, it's because you really, really have not fixed your relationship with God. He'll smooth it out for you. That I can tell you for a fact. I know that for a fact. He smoothed mine out. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you <laughs> to the Steve. Did anybody forget that the Browns tied this week? <laughs> you keep reminding us. We, yeah. <laughs> we ain't forgot. If we did, you would certainly <laughs> bring you it up somehow. Man. We ain't had a win in so long. This is just <laughs> amazing that I didn't have to suffer a loss. So you just randomly bring it up? Yeah. We just don't go with nothing. Yeah. Just in case somebody forgot. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning. Congratulations on that tie. Hey, Carla Ferrell. Good morning. Ooh, that was last Sunday, uh, the Browns. Little Junior. Morning, Unc. Saints this week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, we had to we bring that up. Well, well, we just had to be in their back then. <laughs> Sorry, but y'all need to try to get in the win column. Be working on it. Nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Texans. We're in the yeah. building. We're going to be all right. You know, man, you Texans all the way. You 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 get, you get pull for the uh, uh, Rockets. You pull for the Texans. You pull for uh, the, the baseball Astros team. who won the World Series. Keep going. But then you pulls <laughs> for that raggedy-ass Texas A. <laughs> oh, that's what it was going. That's what that was going the whole time. All that. That's his alma mater. Alma mater. And we got cheated against Clemson last week. We did. We got cheated. cheated. We did. We got cheated. No, dog. That was a loss. It was a loss. We lost. Oh, hold up, hold up, dog. See, you're not as good as losing as me. <laughs> I know how to lose better than most of all y'all. Because, why, why, why is that up? See, because you, you, Browns, you sitting up in here mm-hmm. talking about we got cheated. It's a loss. All losses feel like you've been cheated. Well, let me ask something. When the last one, last time y'all won one? Won one what? Game. <laughs> He's going to say what? Sunday. Sunday. Just <laughs> no. Sunday. What, what, what was you out, Sunday? No, that, that wasn't a win. That was a tie. No, 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 no. See, you don't have the right perception in your life. See, see, you 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 lost. You lost against Clemson, and you called it a cheating. It was cheating. But you lost. I did. See, we tied. We won. It's hard how you look at it. Your glass either half full or half empty. Mind full. So yeah, you, you just thinking, gotta change where you look at stuff. And how you gonna look at it after this? Who that nation get a hold to? How you gonna look at it? Then? Well, Ooh, but see, su- but see, hold up, the man, cause see, suppose the Browns win though. See, I don't give a damn. As long as it ain't a loss. Drew Brees don't tie. He don't do that. <laughs> he don't tie. <laughs> hey, Drew Brees don't tie. Hey dog. Hey, hey, hey dog. Hey dog. Drew Brees nearly lost the other day, didn't he? That means yeah. they really it's upset. Okay, cool. So you know, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> Houston got an L in they column. Yeah, mm-hmm. you understand? Yeah. He wanted to yeah. make sure who he that nation that in. got a lost column. Yes, mm-hmm. and y'all Brown got a T. Y'all got a T. All right, we we gotta uh, leave it right <laughs> there, guys. Uh, coming up at thirty-two after the hour, Donald Trump Jr. says he is not afraid to go to jail. 
Mm, okay. We'll yeah. talk you ain't about been it. Dying stupid. <laughs> we'll talk you about ain't it. never been. <laughs> you ain't been dying. <laughs> Dumbass talking about. <laughs> right after this, we'll talk about it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we are uh, definitely praying for our friends and our neighbors in the Carolinas and Virginia and the southern east coast as Hurricane Florence has been labeled a storm that will cause catastrophic flooding. Uh, Please evacuate now uh, and get out of this storm's way. If you've never been in a storm or if you don't know what that's like, you don't want to find out. It it is devastating. It is definitely devastating. Uh, Please be safe. Miss Ann will be here. She'll have the latest on Hurricane Florence's tracking at the top of the hour. And uh, we'll keep you posted. It's supposed to hit tonight, right, sir? Uh, yeah, yeah. Late Thursday night, Friday. Late Thursday night. uh, Or early Friday morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, well, not in a game. No, it is not. No, it's not. Yeah, and we it's, are professional hurricaners. <laughs> here. No. We yeah, know you, the game. You guys just mm-hmm. went through Hurricane Harvey uh, yeah. last year. Last year, yeah. yeah. Hey, it's people just, just got back in their house in Houston. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From remodeling and all that. And yeah. Puerto Rico, I mean, they're still suffering. But mm-hmm. um, also another news, guys. Donald Trump Jr. says he's not afraid of going to jail mm. as a result of the special counsel Robert Mueller's so Russia stupid. investigation. Trump Jr. said he will deal with it as it comes. Okay. He reportedly is being investigated by Mueller uh, because he agreed to take a meeting with a Kremlin-connected attorney in the 2016 um, at uh, Trump Tower to get dirt on Hillary Clinton at the time. She was so a let me get this right. So candidate. all the Trumps just say stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. This generation, they, they get it from their daddy. <laughs> he just said, I'm not afraid to go to jail. Boy, I, seriously? Like, yeah. Have you ever been in there for a weekend? Just no. a weekend. Just go in there with my cousin Robert at. Sit in there with Robert and watch how this goes. Come on, man. Now, now the jail he gonna have to go to and and Manafort going to have to go to, it's going to be different from, this ain't Orange County, Pelican mm-hmm. Bay. Mm-hmm. Cool. That ain't where they going. They ain't going to Angola. <laughs> That's for sure. But when you lose your freedom, uh-huh. it ain't nothing cool about it, partner. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah. No, they take, can't you can't just have your cell phone. You ain't going to be just in there just what? doing business like you want to. Man, you, you ain't going to believe jail. Why do you, you think you ain't, he ain't what, never been po? Why do you think he you said though, that, Steve? When, when they say because they, he don't know, he just like his daddy, just be running your damn mouth. <laughs> but uh, when they say you go to federal, do, do they really be playing golf? When they say you go to federal penitentiary, I ain't never seen nobody play right, golf. Man. You might have a golf club and hit a ball somewhere, but I ain't seen no golf course at no jail. They always say federal is supposed to be easier. It is. You know, it's lower Yellow risk. Line. Yeah, you the know, gun line, you know, sure. The and, gun line. And, you know, instead of a tower with a gun in it. Oh, uh-huh. You know, they got lines and stuff. You know, it depends on, you know, no the idea. security level. You know, but he ain't going nowhere. Like His daddy going to take care of him. They going to go to the best. He can go same place Martha Stewart went. They going to be nice. But you still going to be in jail, though, partner. Well, he's not afraid to go, so. Mm. Yeah, I know. Ain't nobody ever afraid to go stupid. until they go. Yeah. Until you put you that jump there. off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, he's probably thinking, my dad is yeah. president. How bad could it be? Yeah. You know? Okay. okay. <laughs> Man.
I, I just I just hate to see this, but your daddy leave like, office. He may get an orange jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all might be in there together. <laughs> My daddy is the leader of the free world. How bad could it be? Just a little yeah. jail time, you know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> My cousin yeah. said the same thing. He up there doing, I ain't afraid of jail. I ain't afraid of jail. At his arraignment, boo-hooing. <laughs> <laughs> what do he do, Junior? Boo-hooing. <laughs> Don't let him tag me. Yeah. Boo-hooing. Yeah. Come on. Crazy. Come on, dog. He ain't afraid to go Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Or, seriously, man. These people that's been to jail just sucking their teeth listening to this. Mm-hmm. Okay, come on yeah. in here. He said he'll, he will deal with it as it comes. Again, he's being reportedly uh, investigated by Mueller because he agreed to take a meeting with a Kremlin-connected attorney back in 2016 at Trump Tower to get yeah. some dirt on Hillary Clinton. Now, that is a violation. He ain't going to jail. He going to forgive his son. He going to pardon. Oh, pardon. Yeah. He pardoned oh. that racist out in Arizona, that sheriff. Yeah, oh, the sheriff. Yeah, yeah he Joe pardoned him. Uh-huh. Oh, you best believe he ain't going to let his son. Oh, no, not his baby boy. No. I wouldn't let mine go either, uh-uh. so I understand. You can't yeah. be mad at him. Yeah, no, it is a violation. What my boy do? I'm not letting him go down there if I can stop him. <laughs> a violation of federal law for an American campaign to solicit or accept anything of value from a foreign national. You know that's part of what this whole Mueller investigation oh, is about. So, if they find anything, he said. He will deal with it as it comes. He's not afraid. He ain't ready for the cuisine that they got in there. You know that? <laughs> I don't think they call what, it What cuisine. is it called? The cuisine? The cuisine. You're not ready for the food. They finna put on your plate, partner. Ooh, it ain't called food either. What is this? Time. That's chow. Chow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. It's just enough. enough to fill you up, huh? No nutritional value? Mm-mm-mm. Quick question. They don't give a damn. You coming in there with high blood, diabetes. No vegetables? Talking about you want some gluten-free? Yeah. What if I'm a vegan? Oh, you you stopped that day. <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> you back on the meat, Junior? <laughs> yeah, you stopped oh, yeah. that day. You're so vegan you in prison. You're going to die. <laughs> Excuse me. I only eat plant-based food. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Because he would go to federal prison, right, Steve? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He would go to federal prison, yeah. right? He'd go to the same place Martha Stewart went. I'm telling y'all, he's going to be nice. But uh, like you say, his dad will pardon him and all no. of that. He, he'll his never dad see ain't him. letting his son go to prison. Yeah. He'll never see the inside. He gonna, his daddy going to have to pardon himself pretty soon. Mm-hmm. His list mm-hmm. is growing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. How's mm. Bernie Madoff doing? Oh, wow. I ain't talking. Ponzi scheme? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. He ain't been there for a long time. Uh, for life. Forever. <laughs> for several lives. Yeah. You think he want, he want out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think? And live the life that he used to live? <laughs> I think he betrayed it <laughs> in Took a heartbeat. All people money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't have to. That no. was the thing. I mean, he didn't seriously, have to. Do we that. got enough. Yeah. He didn't yeah, have to. Greed. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a dope boy that's selling dope so he can get out the game. But oh do they uh, do they always stay too long? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're, we're moving on. Coming up next, uh, it is the nephew and run that prank back. We'll do it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, the latest tracking on Hurricane Florence. Plus, in entertainment and sports news, tennis umpires are considering, get this, Steve, boycotting Serena Williams' tennis matches. We'll tell you why at the top of the hour. This has gotten into an ugly what? mess right here. You, uh-huh. you ain't even got to worry about that happening, but go ahead. Yeah, right now, yeah, it's the nephew. 
uh, with the prank phone call. Run that prank back. What you got, Ness? I feel like painting somebody wife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what you feel like? <laughs> I just feel like painting somebody wife. Well, you know, I, I like painting naked people. How about that? You're stupid. So let's call this man right now. I will be Sebastian, the artist. And let's paint this man's wife. Let's do it. Mm. Hello? Hello, I wish to speak with a Mr. please. Hello, sir. Um, my name is Sebastian. I am with the um, Art Institute. And I wanted to give you a call about... Um, I have a huge showing coming up where I'm going to be displaying my portfolio and all of my drawings within it. But I have one drawing that I'm looking to display that I have not put on canvas yet. And I'm looking to take something... Uh, uh, of essence to put on canvas, and I want to right. call you about getting permission. Well, wait, hold uh, on, dog. Just to stop you right now, I don't, I don't do that, all right? I'm not a model. That's not my profession. So you would not waste your time no more, you know what I'm saying? Just no, go no, ahead and go. Uh, Mr. Mr. I don't think you understand that my showing is going to have some very important people there. Okay. I am, like I said before, with the Art Institute. Okay, and yeah, but like I said, dog, I don't do that. That's not me. I mean, dog, I, I hate it. You know, how, what, was you just calling folks up? You a solicitor or something? I mean, y'all just randomly picking out folks and trying to trying to get them to, to model up? Man, I ain't sir, trying to break your Sir, sir, Mr. No, I'm not just randomly calling people. I, I actually have done research in order to get your number. What what I'm doing is I, I'm not calling you as far being a model that I'm going to portray on canvas, but you have something far more greater visually that I would like what? to behold on canvas. Now, you're married. Your wife is. Am I oh. correct? Oh, whoa, 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 dog. For real, who is this? Seriously, uh, I mean, because like, how'd you get my number? How, no, my how'd name? you get my number? Because you talking about my wife and stuff. Sir, my how name, you know my wife? My name is Sebastian. I am with the Art Institute. What I'm trying to do is capture and, and, and immortalize the beauty of essence on canvas. Okay, yo, for real though, you you just can't. You you, you don't talk about my wife, all right? So uh, I, I, I'm not I'm not call, calling in a negative manner towards your wife. I want to I want to mortalize her and and capture her on canvas, the okay. beauty that she beholds. I've seen your wife several times. You guys reside. In whoa, whoa, whoa! You see my wife? Wait, wait where I, you see I, my wife at? What? Why you? Why I, I, you? Why you watching my wife? I've seen her. She she shops on 125th Street in Harlem. I've seen her so many times there. And she holds all the beauty that an artist would like to put on canvas. Uh, like I said before, I have a huge showing, and you're welcome to come out as well. Yeah, There's uh -huh. going to be so many important people there, but I want to, to call and get permission from you about painting your wife. No, you ain't got that permission, Playboy. You just can't, you just can't go around following my wife and, and, and trying to mortalize her, whatever you just said, all right? So, so no. But I, I, well, I, I would like to let you know, I, I have taken the liberty myself. I have painted your wife's head. What? Yo, you have lost your damn mind. You can't be just walking around here painting folks' heads. You got to get permission for that? What's wrong with you? Yo, you are crazy. You don't understand. Your wife holds the essence that every artist wants to. I don't care what she holds. You can't be going around painting folks' heads. What's wrong with you? Sir, that's the reason why I'm calling, trying to get permission from you. I, Sebastian, want to put your wife on the canvas because she holds the essence that every artist wants to behold. She mortalized the beauty of canvas. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. You telling me you walking around Harlem painting my wife's head? What kind sir. of is that? What are you doing, dude? Yo, sir, you, sir. You, 
I'm only trying to complete my portfolio. No. I no, no. Your portfolio. Here, listen to this. If I see my wife's head anywhere, I don't care, newspaper, magazine, I don't care where, billboard, wherever, yo, I'm going to find your and I'm going to whoop your You understand what I'm saying to you? I'm going to sue the you. You understand that? Sir, I don't want to have a duel with you, sir. A duel? What the is a duel? What the they do? What they do? In fact, what name is Sebastian? What kind of name is that Sebastian? Sir. All I want to do is paint your wife in her rawest and purest form. That's what all the f*** does raw and purest form mean? What, what the f*** do you want? Seriously. I want to paint your wife. I I want to paint her in the nude. Are you out your mind? No, 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 no. That's what you should do. Tell me where you at. You want to paint something? I'll give you something to paint. Tell me where you at. 125th. Meet me 125th. That's what's up. I want to whoop your ass. Meet me. Meet me. Paint me. Paint me. You out your mind talking about you want to paint my wife in the nude. I'm going to take them brushes and stick them up your Mr. She holds the essence that every person should I don't give a what she holds. I don't give a Be out your mind for asking me some like that. Sir, I must ask you, do you think that you are the only person that has seen your wife in the nude. Surely there's been men before you that have seen her in the nude. Oh, that. Who the f are you? Hey, my wife ain't no mother. You call my wife a f Is that what you saying? Are you calling my wife a f you? I want to paint no. your wife in the beauty that she be on canvas, What sir? the f did you not understand? I just said f you. No. I told you, meet me on the corner of 125th and claim power. I got one more thing. I just want to say to you. What? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. What? What? This is this is nephew this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. Oh. Oh man, yo man, yo y'all. Oh, I was moving furniture in here, dude. I mean, you got me, dog. Oh, man, y'all got It was Sebastian, sir. Y'all, yeah, yeah dude. Where the f*** you get Sebastian, bro? I, I was about to whoop your and Sebastian's <laughs> I was to paint brushes, and I was about to paint all of with your <laughs> Hey, he told me, man. He said, man, he oh, said he loved his wife to Hell yeah. part. I said, all Woo. right, so let, me, let me say this right now, loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get one more thing from you, man. What is yeah. the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio <laughs> show in the land. Yeah, man. It's Steve Harvey in the morning show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can see me being an artist, couldn't you? No. Nope. You don't see no. it? No. Nope. I don't really see anybody <laughs> seeing you as being much of nothing. <laughs> I'm thinking about doing one of my seedlings the way, uh, uh, what that man name that painted that ceiling upside down? What was that man name? Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like this. Ain't nobody black done that. I might do that. I'll tell you what I'll do, Tommy. Mm-hmm. I'll pay for the scaffolding for you. <laughs> and so all you the paint if you just let me film. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can make this happen. Boy, I could be the first black upside down We ain't got artist. no problem. 
Okay. I'll buy whatever you need to hang upside down. <laughs> but you got to be able to feel it. Man, I mean, this is the best idea you've ever had. Really? Man, this is wow. That's it. Man, I'm, let's do it. I'm the, we in. I'm the artist. Watch me work. From now on, everybody call me Sebastian. There ain't no problem. When you want the scaffolding. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll find out <laughs> during the break. Coming up. In entertainment and sports news, we'll talk about Serena Williams and uh, how the tennis umpires are thinking about boycotting her matches. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, according to the London Times and CBS News, tennis umpires are considering refusing to officiate matches involving Serena Williams over the treatment of umpire Carlos Ramos during the U.S. Open. The Women's Tennis Association and the United States Tennis Association have backed Serena's claims of sexism after she was given a game penalty for her behavior during her defeat against Naomi Osaka of Japan. What's her name again, Steve? Naomi Osaka? Naomi Osaka. (laughs) Okay, uh you got it. Good. Mm -hmm. The umpires felt that um, uh, they were not supported and Carlos Ramos was thrown under the bus or thrown to the wolves. No. Uh, they also feel as if no one has their back when they have to make unpopular calls. Some I can't believe they're whining about this. Some of the umpires also address the possibility of making coaching legal. One official said, we also think the issue of coaching needs to be addressed and we uh, and uh, should be allowed across the sport. So there you go. What do you guys well, think see, about that? First of all, it's ridiculous for them to say that they're going to boycott her events. Are they serious? Do you know what men have said to them uh, chair umpires and they ever talked about boycotting them? See, this this woman, this woman who plays Mm -hmm. emotionally and has the right to play emotionally, as do the men when they play emotionally. John McEnroe, man, seriously. More? Yeah. How yeah. he, how he, what he did. <laughs> and and you've seen, and you've seen millions, thousands of them since then. Mm-hmm. What she did does not call for you all to try to band together and, and, and because of his treatment. His treatment, man, please. He took a game from this woman in the U.S. Open Finals. Who takes a game? A game from a person? I've never seen yeah. that happen. Man, That's please. Cold. That yeah. was cold. It was. And she had every right to be upset. And they're not going to boycott stand up for herself. Yeah, and absolutely. They're not going to do it because she brings in too much money. Come on. She's the yeah. star of the game. Yeah. That's like not wanting Tiger at the course. Is you crazy? Mm-hmm. You lost your mind? Or LeBron on the basketball. Or LeBron. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no way. And Muhammad Ali before all of them in the boxing ring. Come the on. greatest of yeah. all. The greatest. Yeah. yeah. Or on, Steve guys. Harvey on the radio. There you go, baby. Come on, Bring come it home. It. Bring Throw it, it home. right on come in. Come on, there. King. Yes. Come on, King. All <laughs> <laughs> on your TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is <laughs> crazy. Or the king of pranks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who 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 wanna go without? Come on, that? Tommy. Come on now. <laughs> Speak up for yourself. Serena started a whole new wave (laughs) of people just standing up for themselves. 
In uh, other sports news, just in case you were wondering, Michael Strahan is on Colin Kaepernick's side, okay? In case you missed it, Strahan told Ellen DeGeneres that if he were still playing, he'd be taking a knee during the national anthem to protest police brutality, too. He would be doing it, too, he said. Uh, He added, I'd take my hat off to Colin Kaepernick. So there you go. In case you were wondering, you know, there was some question about, you know, how Michael Strahan felt about this. Now you now, you know. Hmm. Right. And he says he takes his hat off. He supports Colin Kaepernick on the right side. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has nothing to do with our troops and all of that. Nothing unpatriotic uh, behavior. None of that. It has to do with police brutality. Uh, that's why Period. he started. Yeah. That's why he started. Look at just what happened in Dallas. Yeah. Yes, and they're still investigating that. <laughs> yeah, but that's why Colin took a knee right yeah. there, those cases. All right, Steve, it is time to get caught up on today's headlines. Please, Ladies introduce. and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Tripp. Thanks, everybody. This is Andrew with the news, and here we go. Hurricane Florence, that's the big news right now. Hurricane Florence winding its way east across the Atlantic with maximum sustained winds of about 110 miles per hour. It was downgraded to a Category 2 storm yesterday, but it's still dangerous because of all the water that's going to bring, according to North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper. In the storm surge alone, tens of thousands of structures are expected to be flooded in North Carolina. Governor Cooper's warning residents of his state to prepare that there may not be any power for days after this. And the governor's also called up uh, just under 3,000 National Guardsmen to help out. Landfall is expected late tonight or tomorrow. By the way, airlines started canceling flights yesterday. More than 400 flights nationally scheduled for departure have been canceled for today, including flights uh, in Raleigh, Durham, Wilmington, North Carolina, and in Myrtle Beach and Charleston, South Carolina. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the number of Americans with health insurance remained pretty much unchanged last year. The latest government numbers show that about 29 million folks uninsured in 2017, about 29 million, and that's 8.8 percent of the population. And that number were they were uninsured about about the same number the year before. That's even while President Trump and the Republicans keep trying to sabotage President Obama's Affordable Care Act. Obamacare is credited with helping more than 20 million people gain coverage. Meanwhile, the census report shows that the red states of Texas and Oklahoma have the highest rates of uninsured residents, while states that expanded Medicaid access to more low-income people had more of their citizens covered than states that didn't. Pope Francis has reportedly summoned bishops from all over the world for what is the first global church meeting to discuss clerical sex abuse. U.S. bishops calling for a Vatican investigation into the cover-ups of pre-sexual misconduct. Google strongly refuting the charges made by President Trump that it routinely elevates news from liberal websites, especially when those stories are about him. Trump insists that Google's search engines favor bad news about him from what he describes as left-leaning news sources. Trump appears to be parroting a story published last week by a right-wing website, which claimed that almost all of Google's search results for Trump news were from, quote, left-leaning sources like the New York Times, CNN, Bloomberg, and NPR. Of course, you know, those are the news operations that the president says uh, uh, just kind of just disseminate fake news, news that he is really not that happy with. Google denies the accusation, by the way, and as it never ranks results in order uh, to manipulate political sentiment. It doesn't do that. It's not in the business of that. Finally, though, today is Bald is Beautiful Day. Take it off. 
take it all off. Oh, and if you take it off, the ladies like it. Here's up, Steve Harvey Nation. Find out if Uncle Steve is smarter than his nephew. Back in 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. She's big, she's angry, and she's heading straight for the Carolinas. And while Roseanne Barr. (laughs) (laughs) Talk, boy. Her name is Florence, Steve. Close Uh, enough. (laughs) I came Florence. I didn't know who she was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) While millions have been ordered to flee Hurricane Florence, uh, President Trump said the White House is totally prepared, calling the response to Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico incredibly successful. Trump says his administration is sparing no expense. We are ready, he told reporters yesterday. We are as ready as anyone has ever been. This is going to be a very large one. It's tremendous. Tremendously big and tremendously wet. Tremendous amount of water. That's okay. new what, what did we get out of that? What did we get out of that? Tremendous. Tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. That he has a 22-word vocabulary. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we can right add this right. one. Yeah. Tremendous. I know other countries are so glad. I know. Oh, they're laughing at us. Though. Oh, so glad. That they he I'm cool, either. though. You know, all of, everybody wanted to vote for Trump. I'm a I'm cool with him, with 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 with, with right yeah. where he is. That's this what you voted yeah. for. Yeah. Now, if you take an honest look at it, you've got to say, you've got to say, man, oh man, what have I done? I have made a tremendous yeah. mistake. Tremendous. <laughs> because what they're trying to tout now is they're trying to just get the president to start talking about the positives, like the tax cut. Yeah, the economy, economy yeah. and unemployment. The job market, yeah. Which mm-hmm. all those are facts right now. Mm-hmm. But you are not merely judged by that. See, they thought they were hiring a great businessman to run the country. Uh-huh. The problem is our country isn't a business. Say that, Steve. It's a group of people. Right, and we're mm-hmm. See, boss. so if you think that you can be judged by unemployment, stock market being up, and a tax credit, mm-hmm. you, you're sadly mistaken. Because people require governing. They are part of the country. So when we're not making money, when we're just trying to live side by side, educate our children, take them to practice, what are we left dealing with? If you're creating a climate of separatism and hate, if you got hate groups now thinking that, wow, we got some support in the White House, so now let's keep coming here. Well, we're going to keep raising up just like them boys did in D.C. You come up there with your little clan meeting and you walk down this here street right here, this our block. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get more of that because we tired of it. So your job really as the president was to govern and unify the country, not to separate it. And that's what you've done. Absolutely. And that's what makes you not a good president. Well said. Coming up next, it's the game we love. Are you smarter than nephew Tommy? Oh, Lord. Coming up at 34 after the hour. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. It is time for Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Hey, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. (laughs) Y'all need to come on, man. What you tried to do to my nephew yesterday was say he only got two when he got really uh, folk. <laughs> but he's still lost. He's, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But still, he was smarter than he normally is. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. No, he's getting better. Like support right here. This, <laughs> no, this support, man, I'm here with you. He's getting now, I'm better. the official scorekeeper here. Okay. And I'm going to keep an eye on this right here. There was a suggestion made that the three of us should play at one time. Uh-huh. I didn't want to force Tommy to face third. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him in second. It sound better. 
course, he'll never be on the cover of the Wheaty Box. But <laughs> and Junior, I'll be listening to you close. Okay. Uh, All that old study. It ain't who start. It's who get an answer first. Tell that to Mississippi, Monica. So I got you, dog. Let's go. <laughs> Here we Tommy, go. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Oh, All right, no. here we go. Oh, uh, I'll get off this if he lose. <laughs> oh, right off. Fair weather. Let me see if I can tie loyal like fan. Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, boy. Give All right, here we go. <laughs> tie like Cleveland. All right, here we go. What is the retail brand Toomey known for selling? Luggage. <laughs> Suitcase. What iconic rapper's real name is James Todd Smith? L. Cool L-L. In the Stars drama Power, what actress plays the role of Keisha? I don't know. Enough. Lala Anthony. What does Ben and Jerry specialize Ice in? Ice cream. What southern city used to have the annual event Freaknik? Atlanta. Atlanta. What 90s sitcom did Tia and Tamara Maori star in? <laughs> what is Carla Farrell's, Carla Farrell's middle name? Boltner. <laughs> no, Carla. That's Maiden. Oh. Middle name. Carla. Oh. Which? Mich- Michelle. <laughs> Which? Patrice. Oh. Patrice. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Which beer? <laughs> Which beer is associated with the Dilly Dilly commercial? <laughs> Budweiser. What restaurant chain makes the famous Blooming Onion appetizer? Uh, Outback. Outback. How many grandchildren does Steve Harvey Five. have? Five. <laughs> oh, his grandchildren. <laughs> Man, I whipped your ass today. <laughs> hey, how many I don't even care. I asked uh, 10, 10, oh, 10. 10. I know I did today. Yeah. I know I did. We, we spent some time on uh, what is Carla Farrell's middle name. Yeah, I know, boy. Uh, that was, that was, I hadn't heard it in a while. I well, I'll tell you. Oh, All right, here we go. Got ugly, man. <laughs> We, we have the questions Steve. and the answers. <laughs> no. Yeah. What is a retail brand to me known for selling? Luggage and travel goods is the answer. Come Who'd on. Who'd you get for that? I got Junior. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. Which Let's iconic go. rapper's real name is James Todd Smith? LL Cool J. Junior. In the star's drama Power, what actress plays the role of Keisha? Junior. Got that one right. It's Lala Anthony. Uh, what does Ben and Jerry specialize in? Ice cream. I had uh, a tie. Yeah, that was a tie. What Southern City used to have the annual event Freaknik? Uh, that was a tie. Was Atlanta. A tie. Mm-hmm. What 90s sitcom did T and Tamara uh, Maori star in? Sister, Sister. That was a tie. What'd you have, Steve? Well, I had Junior, but I'll give it a tie. <laughs> what? Number seven. This is the one we spent time on. What is Carla Farrell's middle name? The correct answer is Patrice. It ain't Michelle. It's not Michelle no. Jr. It's not Michelle. It's not Michelle Jr. Even Steve knew that. I know, I know I but I ain't heard it in a while. What beer is associated with the Dilly Dilly commercial Budweiser? Junior. Junior. Junior got that. What restaurant chain makes a famous blooming onion appetizer? Tommy. Outback. Uh, Tommy got that right. And how many grandchildren does Steve Harvey have? Yeah, I said so. Five. Uh, Junior said Junior. it right. Yeah. This was I didn't even know that. Uh, Junior got five, Tommy got one, and they tied for three. <laughs> no, 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 no. What'd you get? How you get that, Shirley? Five, one, and three. That's that's nice. And and, and no answer. Oh, uh, was one. Carla. Yeah, they didn't get Carla. How many you say Junior got? Five. 
It don't matter. Okay. He won. Yeah, he Steve, won. But Steve, you know. I'm trying to find nitpicking. another one for this boy. I know. <laughs> you trying to find <laughs> something? All right. I don't care, though. <laughs> All right. Obviously. All right. The nephew is up. He is the king of pranks. He always gets that one right. Uh, we'll be back with a prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it is my strawberry letter for today's subject. He wants me, but not the children. Mm. Right now, it is the nephew's turn with today's prank phone call. What you got, King of Pranks? Uh, work husband. Oh. Y'all understand that, don't you? Work husband. Work husband. Okay. Wow, I said my W. Did you hear that? I did. You heard her what? Yeah, I did. It was so natural, I didn't even notice it until you brought it he up. He didn't notice. Uh-huh. <laughs> it scared him. He focused and said now. Mm. <laughs> work her, <coughs> one more time. Work her husband. It's not work. the husband where you have the issue. Yeah, you ain't even got to say <laughs> husband. Yeah. Work husband. No, no. Where? Where? Where are you here? No, I wasn't. <laughs> work. Where? Work husband. Work. Stop blowing before you say it. He went to class. He went to a W class to try to. Yeah, he went to that. Yeah, he flunked. Uh, how long was the class? A week? Quirk husband. That how was, was that? It was that I didn't hear. Yeah, yeah, that was almost there. Yeah. I didn't hear but, it. Quirk husband. You made me start over. Damn. Are we going to hear the prank? Yeah, let's play it. Quirk, play it. Just play it. Hey. <laughs> he can say play. He can say play. And he can say husband. <laughs> this right, man. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, 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 Gary. Gary. Who is this? Hello? Who is this? Hey, this is Tony, man. I uh, I work with your wife, Pam. Is, is she all right? Oh, yeah, she's fine. She's fine, man. I'm, I'm, I'm one of her co-workers, man. I wanted to reach out to you, um... Yeah, you know, I've been working with her quite some time. I'm, I'm kind of like what they call her, her work husband, man. She, you, you may have heard her mention me before, Tony. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up, because I, I may be a little sleep. What? Did you say a, a husband? No, 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 nothing like that, man. There ain't but one husband here. Okay, no, I got that. I'm a work husband. You know, you know, like, you know, it'd be just some, something playful at the job they'd be saying. Playful at the work? What are you talking about? Well, you know, just just some you know playful they be saying. You know, uh, uh, when you hang around somebody a lot, they say he's a work husband or your work wife. You know, something like that. But nothing, nothing, nothing heavy, nothing heavy at all, man. Oh, okay. all right. Uh, what's what's up, man? I mean, what's up? Well, well I was calling, man, trying to ask you uh, uh, how how long um, how long have you and Pam been married? <laughs> wait, wait. What's your, what's your name again? My name is Tony. Oh, okay. Um, we've been married about eight or nine years. I mean, what's up? How, how, how long do you do, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much longer do you see y'all y'all being married? <laughs> I, I kind of do, mind you. I, okay, what? Hold up. How'd you get this number again, man? Like, I got, no, I got the, I got the number out of uh, out of Pam's phone, man. I wanted to call you myself. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back up. Out of out of my wife's phone? Yeah. Dog, I don't I don't even ask. Hold on. Whoa. Why are you in my wife's phone, man? No, dude. I mean, I, I just got it off a of desk, man. I wanted to, I wanted to, um, you know, I, I wanted to reach out to you, man, and kind of have a, like a private conversation with you. That's all. For what? First of all, why are you in my wife's phone? You calling me, dude? I mean, this is 
this this how this this husband thing this is really is really blowing me right no, now. No, no, it's just what no, it's just really a work it's I just mean, a work husband, man. That's all it is. What is a work husband? What are you what are you doing with my wife? You know, that's just like, you know, like, you know, I'll bring her some coffee and donuts to the job or you know, get her some lunch coffee. and stuff, man, if, if she don't wait, feel like going. Wait, my wife don't even like donuts. And, and we got a new coffee machine just two weeks ago, so why are you bringing my wife food? Hey, man, listen, really, I, really, I basically, I, I just called for this here. How long, how long do you foresee y'all being married? To death do us part? What the do you mean? How long we going to be married? What's your name again? Tori? Tony, man. Tony, Tony. Tony, Tori, I don't give a damn. You asking me these? Hold on. Let, 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 me, let me call my wife. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. Say, say, hold on. Hello? Hello? Gary? Pam. Gary? Look, Pam, you better call me within two minutes. Right now, it's 1038. You better call me by 1040 or your black will be sleeping outside. Hello? Now, now, now Tori. Hello? Now, yes. Are you so why you do that? Why you call her, man? This this won't be a conversation me and you having together. Hold on, hold on, are you talking about you? You my wife's work husband. It ain't but one husband up in here. One. I she understand. got my that's last that's, name, that's and just... she don't keep it till death do us part. Now I'm glad you called me on a Friday. I'm so glad because I got all weekend to think about that whooping I'm gonna give you. Cause this out here now. Hey man, hey man, all I'm trying to figure out. How much longer do you think you want to be married to her? Oh, well, yeah, this woman's going to be phenomenal. Uh, you better get right with Jesus on Sunday, because I guarantee you, you're going to meet him Monday morning. Hey, hey, I'm hey, listen, all I'm trying to early. say, man, if, if I'm you... I'm taking my you, wife up there early, and I want to see your black I'm just trying to adopt. All I'm saying is if you didn't want to be, be married to her any longer, then maybe we could work something out. That's all I'm asking, no, man. I'm just trying to have a night. Nice... All we need to work out is be there Monday, because I'm sure the hell going to be there bright and early Monday waiting for your work husband, my Okay, look, man, I'm not going to sit there. I got to work I'm, I'm not trying to, look, all I'm trying to do is have a deeper man-to-man conversation with you, man. All right? You don't, you don't call me talking about you bringing my wife donuts and coffee and all up in her phone? This ain't no decent conversation. Hey, man, I, I'm her work husband, dog. Everybody, everybody, most people have a work husband or a work wife, man. That's... That's known in the corporate world. A work husband. You hear what I'm saying? What? A work husband and you. I'm going to be there Monday, 8 o'clock. Hey, man, I'm not finna see and go back. Look, you know what? I'm, I'm finna just call Pam. i just call Pam. Oh, she probably call me back in about a minute and 15 seconds. We're going to wait for her to call me back. Work husband, my something on a Friday. Okay, well, that's, uh, it, was just a, it was just a question, man. I'm just trying to see if you didn't want to. Maybe we could work something out. So, if, if I find out if there's any truth to anything you're saying, oh, it's going to be a lay down night tonight. You, ain't nobody finna do nothing to my baby. I mean, ain't nobody finna do nothing to Pam. What? Did you just call my wife your baby? No, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Until Monday, Mr. Work Husband. Hey, man, I'm not finna. I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. No, you ain't got nothing to say to me. Say Stop. Monday. I, no, Monday. no, no. I got something else I need to say to you. Are you listening? You better talk to Jesus, because I'm going to be up there Monday at 8. Okay, I got I got one more thing I need to say. Is you you got nothing to say to me except Monday. I, got, I do got one more thing to say to you. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I said, is you listening? I'm listening, Mr. Workhouse. Well, this is what I want to tell you. Tell me. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother, Eric. 
Work, that's A. Work, wife, what? And you're struggling with wife. And, <laughs> and what? And you need air for that one. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it's time uh, next for the Strawberry Letters subject. He wants me, but not the children. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, coming up in about an hour, guys, Carla's reality update and Steve, Jr., Tommy, uh, you guys are going to want to chime in on Carla's topic of man code rules with Ray J. Um, We love Ray J. Carla's going to spill the tea on love and hip hop uh, Hollywood, which is the only reason we watch (laughs) Ray J doing the most because of Ray J. Yeah, we watch it because of Ray J. Made a whole family famous. What you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's coming up in about an hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need some advice on relationships, on work, on sex, on dating, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to SteveRVFM com and click submit strawberry letter right steve tell them i think that's absolutely correct and you really don't have many options because miss abby has passed oh you mean like dear abby yeah. that used to have the column yeah. in the she newspaper dear abby. wow wow she passed so it's just a that's back when we used letter. to get the paper <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well um we could be reading your letter live on the air like we're gonna read this one today come on nephew buckle up Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, he wants me, but not the children. Mm. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 49-year-old female married to a 49-year-old man. We have five children and five grandchildren. Here is the problem. My current husband... No, he says, I have. I have five children and five grandchildren. Right. Okay. Not he, we. Oh, Okay. Here is the problem. My current husband is not the father of my children. I married this man when my children were young, so he's been in their lives for a very long time. My youngest son just graduated from high school and will be going away for college. So now my husband thinks that we are done raising children, and from now on, it will be just the two of us. He has said that he that we don't have to worry about the kids anymore because they are all grown and have their own lives. So am I not supposed to 
So am I not supposed to be involved with my children since they are no longer living at home? My children range from ages 32 to 18 years old, and all five of them live in different states. I want to see them and my grandkids as often as I can. In fact, I'd like to move closer to them. My husband does not want anything to do with them, period. He doesn't want to visit them, and he doesn't want them to visit us. He said uh, that they don't need to come for the holiday. <laughs> What the hell? He really thinks <laughs> that because they are adults, I am supposed to forget that they exist. I understand that these are our golden years and we should be enjoying uh, quality time together and traveling the world. But our travels should also include trips to see my children. If he's really serious, I may have to spend my golden years alone. Stephen Shirley, can you please help me? Well, uh, your letter started off nicely, so I'll put it like this. Your husband, I'm sure, feels like he's done his job and it's over. These were not his kids. He raised them anyway. He's been in their lives uh, since they were really young, so he's done. And uh, not being their biological dad, like I said, the ties are cut. He has no connection, really, to them, it seems. Um, uh, he, he cut them off, and his concentration is now on you and you guys' future together. He wants to live. He wants to live his life, you know, and, and do all of those things. But now I think that he's being very unrealistic when he says the children, he doesn't want the kids to come and see you or he doesn't want you to go see the kids. How is that? I mean, really, that that's a bit uh, unrealistic, especially if it makes you happy to see your kids. You're his wife. He should want to see you happy and do those things that make you happy. I mean, it, it's very unrealistic to say that he really thinks that because they're adults, you're supposed to forget that they exist. No, that that's not the issue, and he knows that's not the issue. Um, they are grown, and they are living their own lives. That part is definitely true, but you guys got to come to some kind of uh, compromise in terms of when you see the kids and when you go see the kids. Even if you just go by yourself, you have to see your kids. These are your kids, Steve. You're a parent. Now, he wants me, but not the children. Okay, that I can relate to. <laughs> I don't want mine either, though. <laughs> God, dog. <laughs> and on any day between the seven of them, you can come get four. Just like that. <laughs> so that much I understand. But we are parents. You're 49. Your man's 49. You got five children and five grandkids. Uh, he's not the father of the kids. Your youngest son just graduated high school, going away to college. So now your husband thinks that we done raising children, and from now on it'll just be the two of us. He has said that we don't have to worry about the kids no more because they all grown and have their own lives. Okay, are you kidding me? You really think that's how it goes? Do you know that you are a parent for life? For life, you may not be a husband or a wife for life, but once you become a parent, you're a parent for life. Now, there are some good ones out there and there are some bad ones out there. I got it. You, sir, are about to turn into a bad one because you don't get it. You are in your golden years. You said that later in the letter. Your kids are from 32 to 18. All of them live in different states, and you want to see your kids and your grandkids. Matter of fact, you want to move closer to them. Your husband don't want nothing to do with them, period. He doesn't want to visit them, and he doesn't <laughs> want them to visit us. 
He says they don't need to come for the holiday. Mm-hmm. What the hell? That's so crazy. Where's baby? That's what the lady type. Don't need to come for the holidays. What the hell? What the hell is right? Come on, man. Are you for real, bruh? You gonna just act like you never met these people? Like you, you, they meant nothing. He going to college, that's it. He gotta come home. He's not ready to live on his own. And I got that the kids range from 32 to 18. Man, do you know how much advice they need? So how much help they need? Financial support they need? Come on, man. That ain't how this works, man. You crazy. He don't want them to visit. He don't want them to come for the holidays. What the hell? He thinks that because they are adults, I'm supposed to forget that they exist. That's the craziest part of it. Mm-hmm. You got to be nuts. It doesn't work that way. It's crazy for you to think that. Come on, man. I understand that these are our golden years. You ain't but 49. Hell. Golden years. <laughs> but if that's how you want to look at it, okay, cool. And that we should be enjoying quality time together and traveling the world. Yeah. Plans should also include trips to see my children. If right. he's really serious, I may have to spend my golden years alone. We we'll be, be back in college, kid. What'd you say, Steve? I said, we'll be back with <laughs> All right. Uh, we will be back at 23 after with part two of Steve's response to He Wants Me but not the children right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. uh, Part two of today's Strawberry Letter, the subject. He wants me, but not the children. Wow. Well, the youngest one that graduated, the boy, is five kids. None of them his. Now he going wild. They graduated. They gone. We threw them. They out. He's saying, no, they have their own lives. They're adults. They should be able to make it on their own. I want to see my grandkids as often as I can, is what the woman says. In fact, I want to move closer to them. My husband don't want anything to do with them, period. He don't want to visit them. He don't want them to visit us. He said they don't need to come for the holiday. What the hell? I t- the holidays. That lady though. said, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, she don't, did. We don't come for the holidays. What is Christmas about? Exactly. Mm. He really things. thinks that because they're adults, I'm supposed to forget they exist. I understand that these are golden years and we should be enjoying quality time together and traveling the world, but I travel plans and record trips to see my children. If he's really serious, I may have to spend my golden years alone. Steve and Shirley, can you please help me? He wants to check out. Mm-hmm. In essence, he wants to check out. He wants to say that I've done my duty. I raised these kids to the best of my ability. I've contributed. And now they gone. That's it. I'm chilling. Uh, I wish that was the case. But, honey, why don't you want to see the kids? I mean, it, did something happen? We've already seen the kids. Well, yeah, you've seen them <laughs> since they were young. I mean, and they, they live their own lives now. I saw all I needed to see when they was here. I'm tired. I've been working, paying bills, putting kids to college. And the we c- covering up dreams. I bought that boy that carbon machine. Yeah. All that. I don't, and, I don't do this no more. And honey, we appreciate it so much, but these are my kids. I have to see them on the holidays. That's what the holidays are for, family. On the holiday? Yes, family. Like Thanksgiving, like Christmas. Yeah. When? Like Thanksgiving, like Christmas. <laughs> we ain't going down there. I've already made arrangements for them to come here. 
They finna come where? Here, here to the house. That I, I'm, you know, getting the big Christmas tree and everything. They're gonna. We just got rid of the. We just got rid of the damn boy. And what the hell are you inviting them back for? They gonna think we want them. Well, he has to have somewhere to go when he's out of school for Christmas break. School on when he ain't down there one of them international school. <laughs> but he, I want him to come home. I miss them. I carried them for nine months. This is my see, blood. See, see, you raising these kids to be none but chumps. That was wrong right here. He's a great kid. He He's in college now. He great kid. Well, let him fend for himself. <laughs> Go on, make it. You know, he ain't got no one to get a job. Wow, I, I don't understand. I mean, you were so good with them when they were young and helping me raise them. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, who are I you? Just I don't know who days. you are. I don't know you. <laughs> you I were... was just counting the days. What do you mean you were counting the days? Till they got out this house. <laughs> But you were so good, they call you daddy. You're not even their biological ain't, dad. Ain't nobody ask them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> See, they won't call me daddy because they can't find that. <laughs> That's all that was. Well, you know, I just wanted to let you know that I, I really appreciate that you were there for me, there for my kids. I know you do, baby. I appreciate it. Now, mm-hmm. I want you to be here for me. Well, I am here for you, but I'm also a all mom. All of you, all the time. No, all that. The mom day is over with. No, the mom days are never over with, honey. No, they is over with. They gone. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah, they ain't, no, they not because you keep inviting them back. <laughs> Leave them where they at, girl. <laughs> These are my kids, and this is my house, too. They're coming home for the holidays, okay? I'll be there. I put my foot down. That's All how it's going years, down. I've been raising these kids, waiting them to get the hell out, and then we invite them back over for the holidays. It's just There's for so a many few people days. Be in here. We ain't got no way. We, we ain't gonna be able to put a tree up. <laughs> We're gonna put a tree up right over there by the window. <laughs> we we'll put a tree up. Well, how you, if, we, if you put a tree up over there, and then all these people come in the house, we ain't gonna be decorated. It's just five kids and five grandkids and their spouses. That ten people. Look at this living room. <laughs> well, then maybe we need a bigger house because I'm not getting rid of my kids. A bigger house. Yes, a bigger house. Girl. <laughs> Not girl. Oh, no. Not girl. We can finally got all them people out of here. Only here we need a bigger house. It's just for a few days during the holidays, honey. Mm-hmm. You don't want to sing Christmas carols. Yeah. No. no. Matter of fact, I want this house to stay the same size so they can grow. They they already outgrowed it. And who's gonna? Ha- we need a bigger house. Who's gonna help me cook? That's what we love doing. That me and the girls cooking together. Well, Preparing on, Christmas dinner baby, and Thanksgiving baby, dinner. Baby, 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 uh-huh. baby, baby, you, you ain't ever been able to cook. <laughs> now, we're going to stop this damn joke right here. <laughs> you didn't got <laughs> real. You you not Shirley. This Shirley. is the woman if in the ladder. that you're going to try to slide in and you can cook, we're going to end this damn strawberry The woman right in now. the letter can cook, No, see? well, the woman reading the letter trying to slide in and who's going to help you cook. That's what we've been trying to find out since 2000. <laughs> All right, then. If I don't know what that little Mexican man he's that you married to. He Amarillo, or what his name is. His name is Ernesto, and he's not Mexican. Ernesto the black mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> so are you Steve or are you still the man in the letter? Make up your mind. I'm not man in the letter, but what you tried <laughs> to slide in was a cooking compliment by yourself, and I ain't finna let you do it. Now, Shirley, you can't cook. <laughs> this has nothing to do with me. going to help me cook? Yeah. Hey, anybody. I'm speaking as the woman in the letter. Great, great, great. Husband who hates kids now. I don't like no damn kids. <laughs> And why is that? What did they do to you that I don't know about? Because it seems like to me you were getting along fine with them. Because you was never there. 
Oh. Mm. You never knew what was going on behind them doors. What, did they gang up on you or something and say you're Three not my daddy? Three of them came in there one night, and that boy, the 18-year-old boy, he caught me on my side, and he climbed up on me and he was choking me. Oh, wow. Yes. Jingle Bells. Honey, this is going to be so much fun. Come on now. Mm-hmm. For a few days. No. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Hey, I can't. Look- I can't mess up my holiday mission. What am I supposed to say when they ask me where's their dad? Where's dad? And that you know they call you dad. Where's daddy? (laughs) What am I supposed to say? You ain't going to say nothing because they ain't going to be in here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got to go. We got to get out of here. Uh, Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, or you can go to My Girl Shirley. Now, coming up in 10 minutes from the talk, it is our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please. Cheryl! Underwood <laughs> from the top. Hey, and Steve Harvey, did you hear me shout you out this week that said you are the reason why I'm fat? I heard you, Cheryl. You said <laughs> because, yeah, I heard you. You went to the DR and had all-inclusive and could eat and drink anything you yeah. wanted. <laughs> That's right. And them fine dudes kept bringing me food, and they, they bring me rice. And you know I can't eat no rice. <laughs> and I was killing the game. I had a good time. Now, I want to tell all the ladies, mm-hmm. when, when it go on sale, Get your tickets. Get your tickets. You when they go on sale because they got the finest dudes. When y'all when y'all gonna put them on sale again? For next year's sale. Oh, you for next year's sale. Uh-huh. Not yet. Year. We can't tell you. Oh, we can't tell you. Okay, mm-hmm. then keep listening to Steve Harvey Morning Show so you can mm-hmm. know when it's about to happen. And then I, Steve Harvey, volunteer to go around the country to find the finest single men, blood test them, urine test them, and uh, do some credit checks so we can have some more <laughs> single dudes with us at the Sand and Soul, wherever the next location going to be, because I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And Junior, yeah. next time, listen, don't try to act like you passed out. It's happening next time. <laughs> you play too much. I did. You were trying to act like he was passed out. I was like, hey, okay. Hey, sure, sure, uh, sure. Did he have his back to you? Sure did. There, but did act like he was out, but gripping the corner of the mattress yeah, sure so was. you can't flip him over. Sure was, Steve. Steve, did you have a camera in the room? Sure was. I know how to go. I know, he, I know he wasn't that passed out because it had a T-shirt all over, up over his belly and everything. <laughs> uh, stupid. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> it, it was the best trip in the world, and I recommend it for everybody. I had a good time. We had a lot of fun. It was a lot of great entertainment. The master classes was good. Uh, with Steve and, and Miss Marjorie, it was fantastic. It was it was great. So you know, just be if you can go, go. And uh, to anybody in the Trump family, if you're not under indictment, haven't lost your passport, maybe you'll be able to go too. <laughs> see, see that? See, I did that. Mm-hmm. See, I did that. So what's going on with you, Cheryl? Listen to me. Everything is good. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. I'm going to keep my good CBS job. Now, y'all play if y'all want. (laughs) But Steve, 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 Uh where's Steve at? Where's Steve? He's right here. Hey, listen to me. I'll let you boy now because um, we just need to keep the train rolling down the track, don't you think? Daytime is a good opportunity for people, especially when you get to our age and our station in life, don't you think? 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. And I'm I'm happy that God let me stay here. Well, was that the question y'all asked or did I dodge no, it? I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you know I'm a Republican. I'm yeah, not going to give you the straight answer. Uh, <laughs> you did that. You did. did I did I stay true to my political affiliation? Yes, you did. That's yes, it. When did. I can say something, I will be able to say something. But right now, keep watching the show, check it out. If my eyes blink, I'm sending you a message. <laughs> Help. That's a, hey, listen. But you know what? Things are going really really good and i'm glad that people tuned in where we could say what we needed to say and i i feel like i just spoke from it being in the spiritual connection a blessing from god that's what it is if you live long enough you can change your station in life whatever go down and that's why i do it and i'm gonna tell you something else you know i'm in radio you know i'm i'm in uh um TV, I'm, uh, you know I'm in Master P. I got to hook up too, and they already got the oh, trailer yeah, congratulations, out. Cheryl. And I'm in the trailer. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm in the trailer. So hey, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. That's why we doing what we do, Steve Harvey. But holler at your boy. Like a baller. You know it all the time, Steve Harvey. I need about two suits for the holidays. I need a birthday, for one for my birthday, and then I need one for Thanksgiving. Just uh-huh. like I said in San and Soul. Yeah. You know, I just want a man that want to be with me and live in his own house. <laughs> for real, she said for that. Real. How's for that real? gonna work you out? You can't Cheryl? live with him, Cheryl. No, because I, I swear for the Lord, I make you want to fight me because I'm the queen of who you talking to. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, you, I think that works out, and then we smooch, you know, and then I sneak out the house. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm like an old hound dog, Steve. I'm, I'm loyal. I sit next. Oh, we watching the game. I'm the queen of. Who you talking to? Right. I make you want to fight me. That's right. I, I swear for Lord, Steve, I make you want to choke. Listen to me. I am my father's son and my mother's daughter. And my mama was no joke. And I got all of that in me. And I try to, you know, suppress it. You know, I let the man be the man. And, you know, and whatever money you make, if you're a shade tree mechanic, we living off shade tree mechanic money. I just want to be with you. And you live in your own house and everything. And I make sandwiches and pick up the dry cleaning and make sure the house is clean and everything. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Wow. It works out. So, so mm-hmm. hey, Steve, I see you setting people up. How let your girl. I know you set me up with the last dude and not, it didn't really work it. out. Not doing it no more. Come on, Steve. Mm-mm, not doing no, it. No, but see, I have a better idea. I'll nope. tell you what. If you work out the idea, let's do it together. Let's do it together. No, I, and He's I got whistling. He's whistling. I know. Is he whistling? He started whistling. Are you whistling like the Andy Grimsman theme song? Uh-huh. Is you whistling? <laughs> Sound like old spice. <laughs> no, he. <laughs> Golly. He is what? Oh, now he is Andrew. He Andy got it Griffin. pretty good, too. Hey, hey, call in the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you would like to date Cheryl Underwood and you're willing to live in your own house and you have your own money and you know the Lord, you must be over 205 pounds. Why? Because you can't be the same weight I am and we the same height. That's not going to work you out. You don't need to be Republican. No, no, okay. no. You could be Democratic. You could be independent. You could be Bernie Sanders like everything you want to be so we could discuss politics Aggressive. and football and everything. So I'm just trying to find me somebody. So I'm not going to San and Soul alone this next time and when it comes sure, up. excuse me one what? second. Can huh? anybody listening to that? Okay. I can't believe y'all missed the whole rendition. I heard you. I was about to go. I was go about to go fishing with my redhead son Obi. I heard you. <laughs> I believe that I knew that. So other yeah, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. Matter of fact, I was gonna call my friend Gooba. <laughs> I was about to call Jim Neighbors and everybody. I heard you. I'm listening to it right now. You're killing it though. Yeah. All right, Cheryl. Well, uh, please keep us updated. 
I will. When I can say something, you'll know yeah. something. Come on, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. We're going to talk about love and hip-hop Hollywood right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, it is time. Please introduce Carla. It's that time. Buckle up, baby. She is here. Carla's reality update. Okay, thank you, nephew. Here we go. Love and hip-hop Hollywood. Woo. Mm. Okay. So, it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. A1 and Lyrica. So they're married, Steve. So, A1 and Lyrica invited their friends, including Ray J and his wife, Princess, to their baby announcement celebration dinner because A1 and his wife, Lyrica, are there expecting and they wanted to share the news with their friends. Ray J invited Safari to this dinner mm. to talk about the cheating rumors. Picture this, Steve. Ray J, Safari, and A1. They're all friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, there's a rumor that Safari and A1's wife, Lyrica, had an affair. So Ray J is in the middle of this, and he wanted to talk about the cheating rumors. At the dinner, Ray J just wanted to know, did you sleep with Lyrica? Safari danced around the question, and he never gave a straight answer, which caused A1 to jump on the table in the restaurant to try to get to Safari to beat his behind because that was his wife. Safari went on. He sent an appropriate Ray picture. Ray asked the man that in front of the dude? Yes, in front of the dude. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot. can't do that. No. Safari sent inappropriate pictures of his private part to A1's wife, Lyrica. Lyrica, she has denied having an affair with the husband, but she didn't give a straight answer to her girlfriend, Brooke, her girl. Her girl was like, well, did you sleep with this dude? She never gave a straight answer. Moving on, Ray J calls a meeting with the fellas at the bar to address more rumors about his friend and A1. He came to the meeting. They're all there. Now, there was more rumors on top of that that Ray J heard about this man's wife getting busy with some more folks. So Ray J... Got to the oh, meeting. Ray- getting around. Yes, and that's Ray J's point to A1. A1 got to the meeting and he took off his hat and he was really ready to fight Ray J. Ray J stood up and he said, Fam, listen, I'm just trying to help you clear these rumors up. So the question is, guys, how do you feel? Is it man cold? Did Ray J go too far? Princess felt like that her husband shouldn't have been involved in the mm-hmm. business in the first place. And would you tell a friend on a friend? No, I'm not. You see what I'm saying? Because Safari wife for nothing. I'm sorry. I'm not in it. If I know it, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm not. I'm not gonna be the one you broke up with your wife or it's over. I don't care how many people your wife sleeping with. You're not finna hear it from me. I'm not finna sleep with her, but I'm not finna say a damn thing. And I'm Mm -hmm. out of that. Okay, Junior. I'm with Tommy. I I wouldn't say nothing, man. That ain't none of my business. Because you know if your if your marriage is doing good or bad, that ain't got nothing to do with me. And you know, Steve, reality TV. Go ahead. I mean, Steve. look, it's man law. Which is you can't. That ain't your business, partner. You my boy. I see your girl somewhere. That ain't on me. You know what's happening at your house. True. Come on. Yeah. Most but, women is out tripping because they know they man tripping. Most uh-huh. of the time. There are exceptions to the rule. Absolutely. But I don't see how Ray J, this reality TV, 
Right, we right, all get together and talk about these mm-hmm. rumors. That with ain't you. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like, it's, it's a show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. real. Yeah. But but the, the hook is too now, keep in mind, Ray J is friends with both of these guys and they were supposed to be friends with each other. Mm-hmm. So it ain't just that you see your this your friend's girl out with somebody else. It's somebody that's supposed to be friends with both of you guys. Y'all Nicole, Nicole, Yes. Once I if I accidentally see your man part in my wife phone, now we got an issue. Once yeah, I exactly. See that. Safari was that was inappropriate. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I got a problem with my girl now. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, Steve. No, okay. You're right. That's another girl, angle. This yes. Dude Johnson in your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we but we pulling it back up though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he won't be able to do another photo shoot. I tell you that. First of all, it, it, it's not even logical for you to even invite somebody like that to a baby announcement. Y- he wouldn't be there. Exactly. In, re- in real yeah. life, this he would not be there. Safari no, wouldn't be there. You got to remember that. We got that. to charge this, this to TV. TV yeah. Man. Ain't no, yeah, ain't no dude. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't no dude sit and have that conversation. Yeah. Not having a conversation yeah. about my wife's infidelity with the dude oh, across the table that supposed to be inf- the infidelity was committed with and some mm-hmm. people trying to work it out between us. Yeah. We ain't finna work nothing out, no. partner. Yeah. No. And that's what Safari's attitude was. He he addressed this with his wife before and she he believed her. He believed her. She said nothing happened. So he was through with it. He squashed it with his wife. He said, okay, I believe you. We're done. No. We're together and that's it. And so then here comes Ray J, and then they announced to their friends, hey, we're expecting we're having a baby. And Ray J was like, well, you need to address these issues. And his wife was like, oh, you need to stay out of this. Mm-hmm. So For real, Ray J, what are you talking about? <laughs> Man. Man. Yeah, but it got, you know, at the end of the episode, A1 was like, you know, he jumped up. And you know how they have the security yeah. of the reality shows holding you mm-hmm. back. They're all holding A1 back, and, and Ray J is like, you know, you're mad at me for the wrong reasons. But, you know uh, what? We yeah. can argue about everything at my house, everything under the sun, bills, everything. The main rule is we're not going to have an argument. We, we don't have – there's no other person in our argument, period. No. Uh-huh. Never are we are having an argument or a discussion about another person. That is not admitted at you all. You mean in your marriage? Mm-hmm. In my marriage. Mm-hmm. We're not having yeah. that one. That's out. Well, we're running out of time. Hit me up at Lips by Carla. Would you tell a friend on a friend? Hit me up. We'll talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Carla's Reality Update. And just a reminder, I will be in Houston at Memorial Park. Sister Strut, raising awareness for breast cancer awareness this Saturday, Houston, Texas, September 15th. Shirley will be back at 20 after. Going yep. through jacket phone as soon as I get the hell to <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, here we go. An English man born without a penis oh, lost his virginity at 45. I understand Cre- that because we're going to put something in something. <laughs> created, listen to what the doctors oh, did though. Yeah. The doctors created a bionic penis for him. I've okay. been there one of them. We'd have used my arm. I don't give a damn what we did. <laughs> I'd have attached my arm. <laughs> down there. I, I don't need this arm. <laughs> you can take my lower leg and put it down there. But I need something on here, partner. I'm taking something off. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, his name is Andrew Wardle. Man, congratulations, mm-hmm. man. I don't know what took you 45 years to break your virginity, but I'd have been in something. <laughs> but it's bionic, sir. But wait a minute. He had a girlfriend, though. He uh, had a girlfriend. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
And uh, he really had one after he got the bionic yeah. penis. Um, <laughs> he, he had to endure, though, a 10-hour procedure, Steve. Yeah. Okay, that's it took him 10 hours to, to attach it. Then he had to go through a 10-day erection. Oh, hell yeah. Before. Uh-oh. Before. Hell yeah. Before Ten he days? got with his girlfriend, okay, yeah. Yeah. Out in before he lost his virginity with his girlfriend. What you want to do, dog? Man, ten days. I'm just no, out. Listen to me. No, you don't even. No. No. Mm-mm. Hey, man. I'm just hey, moving man. furniture for ten days, Mm-mm. dog. Mm-mm. If I can't do nothing now, I bet I go buy me a dozen donuts. I bet you that. <laughs> I bet you I buy me some donuts, boy. Woo! Uh, can you? When you be doing from day one as a kid, if you didn't have one, all your efforts. All my efforts. Every pop bottle I sold would have been to buy one. Ten days. I'd have been missing days at school. Where you out? I'm hustling up money. What you doing? I'm gonna buy a penis. Let me tell you how they made it, Steve. I'm out here. I'm committing armed robbery. <laughs> I'm down at the store. I'm working at the chicken joint, the rib joint. <laughs> I'm selling beans. He got multiple jobs. I'm okay, what is made out of? Now you going to sleep? I got to buy a penis. Let me let me tell you how they made it. Okay, dropped they, out of school with a pack bag. <laughs> you got all kinds of odd jobs yeah. working. All right, so they constructed Bicycle it. repair. <laughs> they made it out of uh, skin from Andrew's arm, and then they put nerves in it from his legs. What I tell you? Uh huh. <laughs> He was born without a penis, and one in 20 million might have this abnormality at birth. Oh, man. So, I'll tell you what, we're going to do something. How much did it cost? I know you want to know that. Because, Steve, you got a lot of jobs. I'd have been had my money by, by 19. I'd have had my money. How much, <laughs> How much? Just take a wild guess, Steve. Uh, probably 180. That's way too much. 50? You, close, Tommy. You can get one 35. for, for 65000 you can't get the one I got for a half million. <laughs> <laughs> you were born that know. way, okay? You were born with that one. Doing. How much uh, again, Shirley? $65,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. They make it from your skin and from nerves mm-hmm. from Shirley, your legs. Mine huh? is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get laws of London on this thing right I'm here. I'm glad you so love Shirley, yourself, 65, Steve. I can have two? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to? <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> What's you got two of them. That is the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> that joke right out the ass. <laughs> Funny, though, but anyway. What All would right, you uh, do with two of them? Yeah. What? Relay them, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Tag Man. team. What are you talking about? Tag two? team. Oh, my God. Here we go. Uh, you're crazy. Tag right, well, team, Tally Walker, Tommy. Boy, you better ask somebody. More of this ignorant show <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. She's big, she's angry, and she's heading straight for the Carolinas. And while Roseanne Barr. Talk, boy. Her name is Florence, Steve. Close uh, enough. Her name Florence. I didn't know who she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> While millions have been ordered to flee Hurricane Florence, uh, President Trump said the White House is totally prepared, calling the response to Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico incredibly successful. Trump says his administration is sparing no expense. We are ready, he told reporters yesterday. We are as ready as anyone has ever been. This is going to be a very large one. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet, tremendous amount of water. 
What did we get out of that? What did we get out of that? Tremendous. 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 That he has a 22 word vocabulary. Thank you. Thank you. We can add this one. Tremendous. I know other countries are so glad. I know. Oh, they're laughing at us. Though. Oh, so glad. They they I'm cool though. though. You know, all of, everybody wanted to vote for Trump. I'm I'm cool with him. With 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 with, with right yeah. where he is. That's this what you voted yeah. for. Yeah. Now, if you take an honest look at it, you've got to say, you've got to say, man, oh man, what have I done? I have made a tremendous yeah. mistake. Tremendous. <laughs> because what they're trying to tout now is they're trying to just get to president. To start talking about the positives, like the tax cut, yeah, the, the economy, economy, yeah, and unemployment, the job market, yeah, which mm-hmm. all those are facts right now. Mm-hmm. But you are not merely judged by that. See, they thought they were hiring a great businessman to run the country. Uh-huh. The problem is, our country isn't a business. Say that. Steve. It's a group of people, right? And we're see. Your so boss. if you think that you can be judged by unemployment, stock market being up, and a tax credit, mm-hmm. you, you're sadly mistaken because people require governing. They are part of the country. So when we're not making money, when we're just trying to live side by side, educate our children, take them to practice, what are we left dealing with? If you're creating a climate of separatism and hate, if you got hate groups now thinking that wow, we got some support in the White House, so now let's keep coming here. Well, we gonna keep raising up, just like them boys did in D.C. You come up there with your little clan meeting and you walk down this here street right here, this our block. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you gonna get more of that, cause we tired of it. So your job really as the president was to govern and unify the country, not to separate it, and that's what you've done. Absolutely. And that's what makes you not a good president. Well said. All right, thank you. We will be back with closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it's been a good day. Uh, We're going to ask that you, everyone, keep praying for our neighbors and our friends along the southern east coast as they Mm -hmm. prepare for what's inevitable. It's coming, uh, Hurricane Florence. It's being labeled by the National Weather Center as the storm of a lifetime. Uh, So please be safe. Yeah, that's... This a monster storm. a monster, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. Steve, uh, please close out the show. You have some closing remarks for us. Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to give you something else, some takeaway that I had on my trip this summer. And... um, I don't know how long I can explain this, but let me tell you something. Here, here is a stated fact. You've heard it from your grandmother, your mother, if you ever been to Sunday school. You ever hear old saints say, God's timing is best? Yeah. God's timing is best. And it really is best because he knows what he's doing. See, what I had to learn was, Whenever I ask God for something, he goes into action right away. Now, what I don't know is behind the scenes, there are some actions that oftentimes we know nothing about. He moving some parts and some pieces. So when he answered a prayer, it has the back foundation to support it. You know what I mean? It has the right infrastructure around it. So that's why you always hear them say, too, when God blesses you, it ain't nothing no man can do about it. Because when God bless you, he done set it up so where you you can't refute it. You can't knock it down. You can't come in and destroy it. When God do something for you, can't nobody do nothing about that. 
There's no power greater than him. So you have that in mind. So you've got to understand that God's timing is best because he's usually moving some other pieces. Now, even though God's timing is best, let me tell you something about that timing now. See, when you ask God for something, I was always taught that he ships it to you right away. He packages it up and he ships it to you right away. The problem with the package that he ships, he does not give you the date of the package's arrival. He don't give out no delivery dates. He just say, believe in me, have faith in me, call on me, and I will deliver you. That's his promise. Now, if you're going to lean on a promise, then he, then he going to see. He going to see if he can lean on, 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 on the promises. And so what I'm saying is even though God's timing is best, which it always is, I got to tell you something from my experience with God's timing. It's a little challenging now. I'm going to just be real honest with you. This is just me talking. I have no scripture to back this up, nothing like that. I'm just telling you how I honestly feel sometimes about God's timing. I, I, I feel as though it's a bit challenging at times. I think that it's a, a very testing thing to ask God for something and then to wait on him to give it to you when he going to give it to you. That's testing sometimes. I'm just being honest with you. Asking God for something and then waiting on the package to arrive, it's a little bit stressful. You know, it's like this. Have you ever went to buy a car and you fill out the paperwork and they say, hey, just go have some lunch and we'll call you in a couple hours and then you come down and pick your new car up. Waiting on that phone call, that's kind of stressful. It really is, man. It's just, it's just, it's just, man, it's just kind of stressful. You know, because you don't know if you're going to really get it, you want it. And all this here is stressful. Somebody say they're sending you something FedEx and it'll be there tomorrow before 10. And you take off work a couple hours so you can make sure you get there for that packet. At 9.35, you tight. You tight. Don't let 9.50 get here and the package ain't here and there's 10 minutes left. You tight. That's how I feel sometimes when I ask God for something and I got to wait on his timing. Now, it's been proven to me by him over the years that I now know how to ask it. I'm a lot more patient than I used to be. I'm not so shaken by the amount of time it takes because what I've learned to do is love and respect his process because his process I've learned over the years is actually moving a lot of pieces behind the scenes on my behalf. And he know that I'm strong enough to handle it, so he make me wait while he line the stuff up. I'm okay with that. And I've gotten okay with it. But you've got to understand that God's timing is best. And you got to learn how to be patient with it. And you got to learn how to be trusted. Because he ain't going to ever do you wrong now. People do you wrong, but God ain't going to ever do you wrong. And so his timing, as challenging as it is, as testing as it is, as stressful as it is, you have to wait through it because, man, in that you will learn so much. And when you get the blessing, ain't nothing nobody can do about it. So be patient in his timing. He's always coming. Those are my closing remarks. Wow. 
Drop the mic Very for real good, on that. Great job, man. Yeah. As usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well yeah. said, well said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what was that? That's the Did mic. He fall? <laughs> He's going to break his new equipment. I'm so glad I can't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 